0: Yes, people. Episode night two. Of Griff's brain dumps me, Griff. Obviously. Um, Yes, I'm late. Super late with the podcast. This is Monday, Monday the 29th of October. I'm here with the podcast. Um, You wondering why I was uh, late? It's none of your business. It's none of your business why I was late. Um, No, to be honest, what what happened was um, I've transitioned, guys. I've transitioned in. Into a man. Yep, but all this time I, I had lady bits. Convinced you. Tricked you. So told all, all my exes out there. It was prosthetic. Uh, you sleeping with a lady with a beard. But now... I'm a man. No, uh, I was just busy. Fully really busy this weekend. Um, I didn't go to bed the same day I woke up once this weekend. So it's that kind of weekend. Gigged to Windsor on Friday. And then... Um, who did I gig on, on Friday that was with uh, Shazia Merza uh, Victor Daniels Orish Styler and Rudy Liquid and it was hosted by Mr C and that was in Windsor so shout out to those guys at Fuzzy Bear who has us down there it's a nice gig um, Strange Room racially segregated crowd <laughs> all the black people sat together all the Asian people sat together all the white people sat together so uh, a, a bit weird I don't think they realised they did that so it was multicultural, but weren't, weren't integrated, weren't mixed, uh, but that was cool, It's was a cool gig. And then Saturday I was out, um, celebrating my girlfriend's friend's birthday. So happy birthday to her. And um, I was stone cold sober for the whole night. So I was sober on Friday, sober on Saturday. And um, I think that's the first time I've been sober with everyone around me getting drunk. You know, like when I'm gigging and I'm sober, it's fine because the other comedians are sober usually. So it's not an issue. Well, there isn't really a party going on. You know, I'm just there to gig and then leave. Like, what's going to happen today? Um, so I'm doing this between the day job and a gig tonight on recording the podcast. So this is really on the fly, this podcast. But yeah, but it's funny observing drunk people. Um, on Saturday, it was very funny. Um, just yeah, girls as they get more and more drunk, their dancing gets progressively more slutty. That's it, <laughs> and that's that's not being sexist or anything like that. Um, they're having fun, they're having fun, but the amount of slut drops, the slut drops, the twerks, the booty shakes. You know, it all starts with a little sway side by side, little sway side by side, side to side. Sorry, in a circle. You know, then a little bit of Beyonce comes on, and then songs where it's not even sexual. Like Beyonce song, yeah, release your inner Sasha Fierce. Go on, go for it, girls. But then there was um what song was it? Punjabi MC was on, and I saw slut drop into that. I mean it's 1.30 in the morning, the drinks are flowing, it's fully in the system. Release it, ladies. Release it. <laughs> what was also funny, there's like an elevated bit as well. There was an elevated bit where all the guys, the lads, the mandem, the fellas, they're all on there like absolute vultures. Just, you know, they're not even dancing, just stood on the elevated areas and could just peruse the savannah. Looking for I mean, looking for one. One of the ladies has been separated from the herd so he just pounce. <laughs> it, was, it was mad. It was mad. It was proper National Geographic. Um, I think my girlfriend got chatted up by a lesbian accidentally. I don't think my girlfriend realised that, you know, she was giving her sexy eyes. <laughs> Good though, she was just hammered. And these girls came out of nowhere and just started doing the Delhi Alley finger thing on the eye on her own eye um which I can do but I didn't compete <laughs> now nah. but um yeah so she just did it to did it to my girlfriend like performed that to her my girlfriend's looking at her confused because she can't do the deli alley eye thing and um so because my girlfriend was kind of entertaining this kind of interaction where she was trying to do it herself, the girl was doing it with both hands, and then the girl started to, I think she went to talk to her, then my girlfriend kind of just, you know, danced away. Then she spoke to my girlfriend's friend, who pointed at me, and then she just kind of looked really confused. The the lady said, so I just had to assume that she was a lesbian, I'm trying it on. So um seems like my girlfriend appeals to so both genders. <laughs> Fair play. If you got it, you got it. It's got the sauce. But um, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, got home. You now the clocks went back, and um, didn't really mean anything to me because I I was just knackered. Sunday, went to see the family and then went out to see the Comedy Mania tour that hit London. So it's all Kay Kurd for the first time. It's good to see him. Richard Blackwood for the last time before he goes to Danced on Ice. Then Tanya Moore and Babberton, they obviously hosted by the one and only Mr. Ori Styler. So that was good, man. It was a good, good show. It was, um, yeah, it was really, 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 um, really good. It was really nice room, really nice room. I enjoyed it, man. Few, few other faces in the building as well, so you know I saw Victor Daniels and who I'd gigged with on Friday. Man like Hacks was there as well, so it was nice. It was nice. It was nice. But hey, that's my week. What else did I do? Oh yeah, to wrap it up, Leicester Square Theatre, new comedian of the year award. Did my quarter final this week. Didn't get through on the night, but wild card got through on the wild card. That's right, that's the 53rd card in the pack. What's that? Is that the ace of clubs? Nope. Jack of Diamonds? Nope. Six of Spades? Nah. Wild card. And that's what I got through. So that is on November the seventh. Got that. So that'll be good. But anyway, that's enough about my comedy. What has been going on in the news this week? What has been going on? Let's see, let's see, let's see. Not much, not much. Um No, Lewis Hampton five-time world champion how about that five-time world champion man that is super super impressive five-time world champion i mean it's unreal unreal you when you're living in the time of a legend you know because when you're in the moment you don't really know what you're seeing you know like when he's watching schumacher like you. now you knew he was good but it's only once, like he stopped, and then you know you you dropped all your kind of partisan feelings of oh, I hate him, he's a cheat. He knocked da- Damon Damon Hill off the track, and you know all the wild things he did. When you look back, it's like shit, he was good. I think that's what I'm gonna do with Lewis Hamilton as well. I, I'm a big Lewis Hamilton fan, anyway. Um, one, just being a general F1 fan. Two, for him, you know, being a Brit. And three, because he's black. It's simple as that, he's a mixed race guy Uh, he's half black he gets called black he gets called the first black driver so I respect him man love Lewis Hamilton so yeah nice one for him and and his lifestyle as well man He, he fully lives that kind of rock star lifestyle without too much too much kind of drama look on this guy he's been with a flipping pussycat doll The Pussycat Doll. Nicole Scherzinger, Rita Ora, Rihanna, Nicki Minaj. Those are all the names that are under this man's belt. Come on. This guy drives real fast for a living. Flies around the world. Does fashion shit. Turns up to parties. Gets more tattoos. Has cool hair. Yeah, he doesn't really have cool hair. You know when someone's like so cool, their hair's shit. But because they're so cool, their shit hair's cool. He has that. And then, he gets the bang a pussycat dog. And you know you got that deep down feeling that if he wanted to go back there, he could. You know what I mean? I think he could. Lewis Hamilton is, he, he's the man. He's the flipping man. So shout out to him, man. But, um, what else happened in sport? Ah, oh, tragic news with the Leicester Square chairman. I've, I've got no jokes for that. I've got no jokes for the Leicester Square uh, because that's actually just tragic. Um, if you don't know, yeah, you got to know. The guy, he, the guy, he crashed, his helicopter got crashed. I saw one, actually, I saw one person complain that, oh, all this talk about the chairman and no talk about the pilot who, who was also in the crash. This is why they didn't know who died or who survived. There's no talk of the pilot. And I was like, no offence, but the pilot's not famous, is he? I'm not being rude, you know. When Aaliyah died, no one said, "Oh my God, the pilot died." Oh no, like, come on. You know, we, we, we care about the the famous person. You know, when Diana died, I'm pretty sure someone else died in that car as well. But we we don't care. As as the public, I'm saying, you know, it's not in public interest that someone died in a car crash. Is in the public interest, that public figure died. So, I mean, people complaining that, oh, I need to give the. No. Come on, let's just imagine. Imagine someone super famous. Um, I just picked someone who's already dead because I don't know. to. I, mean, I feel like I don't wanna wish death for anyone. <laughs> We're all going to die. So, yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, imagine, oh, when Tupac got shot, got shot dead. Imagine if the news was reported that, you know, they just reported that other people died in Las Vegas. And they just listed his name amongst those names. You're like, wait, sorry, is that is that Tupac's name? Um is that not major news? We're not gonna know. He's just one he's just the next guy dying? That's exactly, it wouldn't be like that. We can't report the news like that. You've got to report the most significant person in the crash. It's as simple as that. But no, um that is a shame though. It seems like he was a really liked guy. Um, but that generally happens when someone dies is not it no one ever comes out and goes yeah he's an arsehole Actually, that's not true you had that guy on the flipping mountain bike he got shot in France his sister called him a rapist did I cover did I cover that a few weeks ago that was flipping wild that story um, where a guy got shot in Switzerland he was riding his bike through the forest and a team on a hunt like, deer and stuff, just shot him, thinking he was a deer, because, you know, he's fast-moving. You know, so all the, the initial story was, oh, you know, tragic, man's died, popular in the village, like, he had, to, like, a restaurant in. It's a tragic thing. And I was like, yeah, that is pretty mad. And everyone's just discussing how do you mistake a man in a bright jersey on a bike as a deer? I mean, I don't know. I've, I've never really seen either in the woods and if i'm primed with a gun i might i might mistake i might mistake it you know who knows who knows who knows but i mean i'd hope i could tell the difference between a man on the bike and a deer i mean i watched bambi and i don't think that was a little kid on a on a tricycle was it i don't know i don't know know. I'm, i'm just i'm just talking out my thoughts But then, like the day after, his sister and mum come out, goes, he's a rapist, glad he's dead. They just wrote that on his Facebook page. And it's like, hmm. You know, there's, it depends on who makes accusations, whether it has like a lot of weight to it. I kind of feel that if your mum and sister call you a rapist, you know, they're usually the last women to fall when there's accusations against a man. Like you usually think the mum and sister's gonna back you, but if they call you a rapist, you kind of got to believe the guy was a rapist so i mean i i'm not one of those guys who feels like oh good like, false accusations and because you see some some guys really like i guess whenever uh, issue comes you naturally put yourself on one side of the issue or the other right? so like when it comes to rape or versus false allegations or sexual assault versus false allegations. A lot of men sit on the side of, there's so many false allegations, wrong imprisonment, and a lot of women sit on the side of, there's so many unreported cases, and men just taking piss, and, you know, raping. So, but I never feel like I need to be on the side of the guys in that respect, because I don't think it's a gender thing. It's kind of like a rapist, non-rapist thing. (laughs) I just kind of sit on the side of, the side that doesn't rape, Um, which is, I know, I know it's, it's weird. It's weird, it's a it's bit, it's bit novel, it's a bit nuanced, but just try not to rape guys, that's all. Just don't do that, and um, you'll be on that side of the of the argument. Yeah, that's the side I like to stay on. Fuck <laughs> that, <laughs> that's just me. But yeah, talking about that, hey, what about Sir Philip Green? See, alright, I guess when it comes to this point where it's just accusations, um, yeah, you can't throw them in the bin yet. Those are the accusations. But when there's been like super injunctions and gagging orders, what are you gagging? You know what I mean? I'm not going to gag you for making an accusation of something that I didn't do. Or that, mm, would I gag you for an accusation of something that I didn't do but I can't prove I didn't do it? And the accusation alone would be way too much stress. Hmm, maybe, but no, I don't think I would. I think I'll just tell you, go fuck yourself. I think I'd, just t- I'd rather tell you that publicly than sort money to, uh, to gag. To gag, yeah, no, fuck that. I was like, no. I haven't really read it, really, if he's made payouts and stuff, but I don't know. I don't know, mate. it's a bit of a weird one. And I think the game of Cluedo's got a bit weird nowadays, hasn't it? Mr. Green in the boardroom with sexual harassment. Hey, eh? see what it is. Mr. Green in the canteen with casual racism. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I don't know. It is it's a bit wild. People saying that he needs to be stripped of his knighthood. Um, again, I I don't know because it is all. It's I guess it is still accusations at the moment. But how about, how about we just, how about this guys, how about we just don't react yet and we just, you know, try to see how it plays out. But let's not just forget it, no, but let's investigate and see how it plays out. And then we can, you know, then we can assess whether the investigation was adequate or not. But right now, it's just allegations. Um, There's no rush. There's no rush there. We've got time to fix it. Yeah. So yeah, let's not let's let's not rush into it guys. Let's relax a bit. Yeah, you know, people are saying Beyonce, Beyonce needs to stop her deal with Topshop. I love when us Joey broke motherfuckers want to tell <laughs> other people what to do with their money. Yeah, we, we we're gonna tell multi millionaires how to spend their money. Because we don't have our own money to worry about. You know? What I think Beyonce should do, you know, because I've never been a singer, but I think she needs to make music more, you know, uh, I don't even know the technical words because I don't sing myself, but I think I know what's best for a professional singer. I mean, as a businesswoman that she is, I mean, as me, someone who, you know, who's never ran a business, um, I think what she needs to do with her money is, you know, No, I know, it's just like kind of trying to take financial advice from a homeless person. (laughs) Just like, you're not the guy to tell me what to do with my money, you know? I'm not going to take artistic direction from a blind person, or musical direction from a deaf person, you know? But Beethoven was dead, was he? Was he deaf? I don't know if he was. But, I'm going to hear creaking, that's me walking on the floor in, um... the office but uh, the budget got released as well just a few hours before this podcast i'm having the time to kind of disseminate it and break it down but i'm pretty sure that there will be an expert on twitter who's managed to say it's shit because i vote for the other team and you know people who vote for the conservatives but it's the best thing ever so uh, we'll see but from the, the the highlights the highlights it looks good can't lie. I don't I'm not team blue or team red when it comes to these things. I know a lot of people go, oh, if you're black and you're a Tory, you're a coon. I I, I don't know, you, you might just be rich. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You might just be rich. I guess it comes to a point where I guess you vote in your in your personal interest when you're younger and usually you're a bit poorer. You're a bit more social when you're younger. And then when you actually start owning shit and you want to protect it, I guess you still have your old sensibilities. You want to keep it real. Yeah, I live in a mansion, but, you know, I keep it real. And then after a while, when someone goes, oh, yeah, that mansion you already own, yeah, we want to be hitting you with an annual tax for that. You're like, do you know what? Fuck that. I'm voting blue. And I think that's what happens. I think that happens across the world. You want to be the cool kid, social kid. You're going to be talking about social justice. And after a while, you're just talking about your personal affairs. That's it. That's all you're voting for. What's that? You're going to build, what, 40 more hospitals? More jobs? Yeah? What? Better education? Oh, brilliant. And healthcare? Oh, great, right. And what else? And you're, you're going to build pavements and more parks? And brilliant. And there's going to be more... More investment in in the arts and oh that's that's all wonderful that's wonderful what else is in there uh, what's that you're increasing the tax on on petrol Ooh, I drive a car Oh, what's that bedroom tax mm, but I own multiple properties how about uh, fuck your schools fuck your hospital i've got private healthcare care work anyway it's what's going to happen it's natural it's absolutely natural that's what happens with people so i don't begrudge anyone for who they vote for as long as they vote in their best interest that's fine if you want to vote for the common man that's admirable um, i hope to do that throughout my life um but who knows when push comes to shove I kind of agree with the sentiment that margaret thatcher had um Which is a weird thing to say. She said there's no such thing as society, just individuals and family. I think that's what she said. Now when I said she said that, someone else said she said that and I never bothered to verify. (laughs) That's how you quote things, people. Don't do any research yourself. I can't even remember who said it, who said she said it, whether I thought they were a trustworthy source. Who knows? I'll, I'll Google after I've said it. But that's what she said and I think that's true. You know, it's, we want to look after society, but we've got to make sure, you know, me and mine, are we're, we're called cool first. It's, yeah, there's no one out there. Everyone who's voting socially is because they're broke. They're lacking socially. Not, that's not everyone who votes socially. Most people who vote socially It's because they need something out of that society themselves. So once you've pulled everything you need out of that society and you don't need anything else, why are you going to vote socially? It makes it makes sense. It makes sense. But hey, hey ho, hey ho. That's what that is. Um, right. That is. How long have we been on here for? 22 minutes. We'll do a bit, dear Deirdre, and then we will get out of here. We saw that Brazil elected a new president who is like apparently the Brazilian Trump, um, which is you know kind of kind of mad. Um, he says some mad things and stuff, but so we'll we'll keep an eye out for that. See if Trump and him become mates or it's a clash of egos and they go head to head. Who knows? They might not even be involved in each other at all. Anyway, dear Deirdre, I'm a woman in a lesbian relationship but my bit on the side is a male pal. I think I'm falling for him. oh that's going back into closet looking for that penis um i am in the same sex relationship with a wonderful girl but i keep cheating on her with my best male pal um i've been with my girlfriend for a year it's my first gay relationship uh so you dibble dabble dibble dabble dibble dabble um first gay relationship but she said she has always known she liked women and was looking for a lasting romance yeah i've heard this story before i know a few girls who you know, get to their early 20s and, oh, I'm going to experiment. Oh, I'm so liberal. I'm so crazy. Oh, God, the Prosecco's gone to my head. Now it's gone to my clitoris. And, oh, god you're a girl. Isn't it cute? It's really fun. Let's kiss each other. And then, oh, strap that on. Bang, bang, bang. I don't you know what, I'm not lesbian anymore. It was fun, but I'm not lesbian. I mean, I was, I was bi-curious and now my curious has been, been satisfied. It's funny how women can just be bi-curious, it? Like man men can't be curious. Like I don't I think I think if a woman can be, a man can be. But I mean society's just like nah. You know, imagine that you're just chilling with your boys. You're all just chatting about your stories from like uni and stuff, And when you guys said, yeah, man. It's like when I when I went back with that guy, Graham, yeah. And um, yeah, we had sex. Would be crazy times, I had a lot to drink, but you know, then I then just went to watch football with just caught a few lads, innit? not it? Did you just say there, mate? Now I said, you know, back in uni, you yeah, had crazy times. Yeah, after that, yeah, I came to see you guys to, uh, to watch football. Now in between that, oh yeah, what, I had sex with Graham. Yeah, yeah what? It's whatever, it's nothing. but curious. Nah, move on. You know, it just it never, it just it you just don't hear it, do you? Anyway, I'm 22 and she's 24 see she's more mature into lesbianism Uh, when her brother was badly injured in a road accident six months ago she moved back home for a month after he first came out of hospital to help her mom care for him Um, i turned to my best friend for company he's 23 and the guy i was friends with at school so we know each other really well we went out for a drink one evening and as we walked back to mine he kissed me whoop i said i was feeling lonely and i invited him indoors Had a few more drinks And I ended up having sex I realised I was falling for him And told him that He knew about my girlfriend And said he felt the same as me But he's just like This is the flipping best Think about it as a guy right You're banging a girl Who's in a lesbian relationship Like What is the worst that can happen Like if you're banging a woman In a relationship with a guy He might fuck you up But what is she going to do? Come on now. now I know. What is she going to do? She can't fuck you up. <laughs> she can't fuck you up. Even if she looks like Little Wayne, she can't fuck you up. <laughs> oh, man, this guy's thinking, I am just going to pam away. I don't need to commit because she's in a relationship. And if it all comes out, people going to be like, did you go for the threesome, mate? It's just society is a hot mess. I don't think society really respects, like, homosexual relationships yet. I don't think it does, to be generally honest. Um, Whether I do as an individual, it doesn't matter. Like, I do, but I don't think society does. I think society will see that and kind of see that it's kind of funny. Society as a whole, obviously the LGBTQ community, wouldn't just find it funny, don't see it as a relationship being... Being a bit of infidelity and stuff, but yeah, as a guy, you're going to be pretty confident having sex with a lesbian because your ego, but oh, flipping converted her, told you she just needed some dick, and it's like that. Nah, I, I think she's probably just dabbling with lesbianism for a bit. So I think it's just bang out of order as well. Like, imagine if you're actually, you know, like the, the, the actual girlfriend who's <clears throat> always knows she's like the girls, so she's gone through her school life college uni having to deal with the whole you know coming out and that's part of our identity and she's probably been ostracized and bullied and whatever all through her life and she's had to stick to her dance because that is how she feels that's her that's her identity and they get these girls who come along to like, i like boys i love that boy i like that boy oh my god he's so fit and then they get to like 1920 go do you know what let's go I fancy getting with a girl. It'd just be fun. I've had some prosecco and then got with a girl, and they something, like, "Yeah, whatever." You just leave all that baggage behind. You can even sweep it under the rug because you know there's some guys, half the guys out there, be like you've been with a girl. Oh, that's sexy. In their mind, they always think there's like an opening for a threesome later down the road. Even this guy sleeping with this girl thinks he could get a threesome with the two lesbians not realising that the other girl is actually a full lesbian and she's probably repulsed by cock. So, I mean, you know, it's mad. It's mad. Anyway, uh, he knew about my girlfriend, said they felt the same. We often had sex over the next few months behind my girlfriend's back once she came home. And then he suddenly started acting differently towards me he no longer seemed interested and i began to lose hope told you we spent an evening together two weeks ago and got drunk we went back to his flat and had sex there you go It was so passionate and he said he still feels the same about me but suddenly he has gone funny with me again because he he doesn't feel passionate about you darling he likes having sex with you actually scratch that he likes having sex Um, He has slept with multiple people during this time Of course he has And I feel jealous Yeah and you can't Because you're locked in a relationship And I know I shouldn't be complaining As I'm the one in the relationship But no matter how many times He has sex with other girls We are always drawn back to each other I can't turn off my feelings As they are too strong But I also can't help feeling He is using me He is fully using you And you are just talking about him And you haven't even considered Your girlfriend So it really proves the point to me That you're not actually a lesbian, and you're just there fucking around with a girl who probably has real feelings for you. And say you're a minge teasing bastard. All right, that's what you are. Um, let's see. Next, All right. This is last one. Um, they can hear us. I worry that the neighbours think of what the neighbours think of my husband's constant swearing and our three-year-old copies him. Okay, let's see what it says here. Let's go, let's go. Uh, Dear Didri, I'm feeling really down due to my husband swearing in our flat all the time. I am sure the neighbours can hear. I worry they'll be judging us and they will think that we are terrible neighbours. You are terrible neighbours. He's there screaming about flipping pasta bakes. I said I didn't want any fucking tuna in the past A fuck bike. Oh my God, the neighbours in 23 are just horrendous. Um, it is worse since new people moved into the flat below. I avoid speaking to them. My husband and I are both 23 and we have a three-year-old daughter who has begun to copy him. And um, This is upsetting as she has just started preschool and I'm worried what the teachers will think. Yeah, they'll think that you're from a grubby little scumbag family. That's what they'll think. You know what I mean? Little girls there playing for flipping crayons and toys. Other kids are just like, can I share this tour with you? And she's just like, fuck off. miss. <sighs> she swore. Yeah, because she's a fucking twat trying to take my crayons. <laughs> Do what though, as bad as it is when kids swear, when they get the context right, oh my God, I don't think there's anything funnier. I don't think there's anything funnier. I remember, I can't remember whose kid it was. They dropped their beaker and it broke open and spilt on the floor. And they went, oh, shit. <laughs> it was just brilliant. It's like, they used it the right word. Oh, little genius. Don't use that word, but well done. You used it in the right way. It just was them. It kind of points out how stupid it is to have offensive words. And what makes the word shit offensive, but hit isn't, or sit isn't, but sh- hit is It's weird. It's weird, right? I think it is. What what, what other words could you use that for? This is, yeah, similar sounding words. Fact and dark aren't offensive, but fucked is. Again, it's it's weird because it's just sounds. But yeah, I oh, know. I guess we need it to hold society together to have some words that aren't allowed to be said. Otherwise, we'll just be saying whatever the duck we want, right? Um, let's see if that's um, if that's it. Well, how long have we been going for? We don't overrun. All right, 32 minutes. Yeah, I think that's enough for the podcast. Right. So this week, what am I doing? I'm, like I said about to go to a gig, in London Bridge. So by the time you hear this, that's too late for you to come along. And I'm going to just chill for the week, really. I'm going to be doing some interviewing radio stuff at the end of the week. I'll probably try and find a gig at some point in the week because, you know, you you get bored of uh, not having a bunch of strangers' attention all directed at you. You know, you're having a nice one-to-one conversation with someone's lovely and knowing how their day is, but when you can't just talk endlessly, about your own life, then, you know, it's a bit of a shame. <laughs> anyway, people, that's the end of the podcast, episode 92. I'm sorry it was so late. I know you would have spent your Sunday going, where's Darren? Where's he just talking to himself? Um, also, check out the Not Every Day uh, pod as well. I should have said that at the start. Um, and I don't edit this podcast, so I'm not going to send it to the start. So check that out. Um, Not Everyday Podcast, um, NED Pod, if you want to look for that. And yeah, I was on there. Had a good time with those guys who's here, me chatting shit with other people in the room for once. Okay, that's the end of the podcast. Bye.